we wanted to start this episode off by remembering Chadwick Boseman. Let's all remember Chadwick, his work, his bravery, and his courage to keep fighting cancer for so long, even when we didn't notice. A real life superhero, a great talent and a great man taken away too soon. Chadwick Boseman will never be forgotten. And now here's the start of the episode. P-51 Mustangs, Cadillac of the sky! <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need. Amazing. This is the uh, classic line right there. Classic. Uh, welcome to NYC Actors Talk Film. I'm Nick. I'm Hunter. And today we have a very special guest because for the first time in NYC Actors Talk Film history, we have a guest. Yes, our very first guest. His name's Chris LaSalle and he just so happens to be my dad. Hey, Chris. Hey guys, <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be great. Um, we, we got us, you know, uh, another guy here with us. That's right. Uh, he was an aspiring actor in the 80s. He worked uh, in Warner Brothers in the late 90s. And he is here to talk about his favorite film, Empire of the Sun. <laughs> hold, for, hold for dramatic pause. Hold for dramatic pause. <laughs> what is the favorite movie? <laughs> like complete surprise to all of us. Yeah. yeah what, what movie are we talking about? Wait, so what are we talking about? <laughs> were we supposed to watch something? Yeah, wait, are we? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about something today? That's a lost trap, right? I never watched the movies you review. I said, oh. <laughs> I was going to go with it. <laughs> like you just tell us, like, yeah, it's this movie. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, God. I had so much notes, so many notes for, for this movie. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were watching E.T. E.T.? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, a Steven Spielberg joint. Spielberg. Spielberg, baby. Uh, one of the best uh, filmmakers of all time. Yeah, sure is. Yeah, this one came out in 1987. Ooh. Uh, and in my opinion, I think it's Spielberg's best to date. It's your favorite. You yeah, yeah, it's, it's one of my favorites. Um, yeah. When I first saw this, I, I see that it came out in like March of 87. I somehow remember it, watching it on a Christmas day. I always thought it was December of 87. It might've been December of 88. I'm not sure, but it was right in that mm. um, time frame. So you have I didn't realize it was a Spielberg movie. Did not even realize it at that point. And uh, I don't know, turned it on on a Christmas day and I was like, wow, what a great movie. So, so you have a lot of fond memories then of this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, yeah. Said, you said to me that it, it, it changed your life. Uh, yeah, back then it did. I mean, it was a, it really, I don't know. It was just really, uh, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Really, uh, dialed me in on it and I really enjoyed it. And I've ever since. It's always been one of my favorite movies. And Nick, this is your first time seeing it, right? Yes. I've never seen this movie before. This is my first, uh, viewing of this movie of Empire of the Sun. What'd you think? Um, well, I, I, I kind of want you guys to jump into it first because you have such a, a both of you have such a connection with the movie. You have such a, you know, you have a lot to say, you know, because you've seen yeah, it before. Yeah. So like just just to see your perspective first. What, yeah, do you guys, um, what are your thoughts on the movie? I, I had never heard of it before, before my dad told me about it. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I 
I, I guess I knew that Christian Bale was in a movie when he was younger. All right, starring starring a very young Christian Bale. How old was he in the movie? Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. Wow. Yeah, I thought he was younger too because yeah. he he looks like nine. He's like seven or nine or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> in that range. There was also seven four thousand kids that auditioned for that part. Four thousand kids auditioned for that part. Really? Oh yeah. wow! I bet. Yeah, the next Spielberg movie. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I I was talking to, uh, my nephew. And asking him like, "Hey, he's 11." And I was like, "Hey, in two years, imagine if you were playing in like the main role of a Spielberg movie." And he's like, "I can't." I was like, "Dude, I can't either." At 13, but yeah, I I had never heard about it. So my first time watching it. This now is my second time. Ah. Uh, and we have it on in the background right now as we're uh, talking. As about we it. speak. As we speak. No Unreal. sound. Unreal, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, and I was absolutely blown. I think it's one of the best, like, war epics I've ever seen. In my opinion, I think that it was amazing. Dad, what did you think the first time that you saw it? Yeah, I was just, uh, you know, I didn't know who Christian Bell was at that point, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, first movie ever. Hmm. First movie ever. I think so. I, I think so. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, we didn't really know him. He's 12, 13 years old. But, uh, yeah, just kind of hypnotized by the kid, this kid, and just following him through the whole movie and uh, everything that he did, you know, from, um, you know, separating from his parents, going to the internment camp with the PO, American POWs and just uh, the survival and just the uh, whole story of it. Um, yeah, I, I really, it really, uh, like I said, drew me in and I really liked it. Great, awesome. Uh, yeah, so uh, my, my overall thoughts. Now, I feel really bad because uh, I, I did not like this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel so bad because you guys like are, you know, you've had such fond memories of it. And like, you guys are like, yeah, we both loved it. Like you have such like, you know, a, a, such a, a fond remembrance of it. And, 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 and you, you know, you're praising it and we'll continue to praise it. I feel so bad because I, I didn't see that in the movie. I, a lot I, with I, the box office. I mean, I, you know, it's not considered a good movie by Spielberg. I didn't know that. That's uh, crazy to me. Uh, yeah, it didn't. That's true. That's a good point. It did not do well initially. It, it, it critically, it wasn't uh, uh, well liked that much, and yeah, it didn't really make a lot of money, yeah, from what okay. I've seen, from what I've heard. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, just overall, from my thoughts anyway. You know, not to take away from anything you guys are saying. No. Oh, sure. Um. So my kind of blurb is, uh. A movie that is really, really trying, but ultimately becomes very bloated and confusing with what it's trying to say. I don't get what the movie is trying to make me feel at all. A Spielberg movie that shouldn't have been a Spielberg movie. Yeah. Interesting. But, you know, just my opinion. No, no. I've seen a lot of, uh, you know, look in the past few days at the critics back then of it. Yeah, you're right. A lot of people did not like it. Yeah, but I see, but I do see like so many people talk, you know, talk about it now and say like how underrated it is. So there's a lot of people out there. I agree. Yeah, I've seen that also. And um, I didn't really realize the critics thought it was bad until recently, which makes sense though, because nobody's really heard of this movie. Um, The people that do, that I've heard, you know, they, uh, you know, there's a few that like it, obviously, and there's a few that don't. So, right. 
looking it up, I was really surprised that it didn't get like it got nominated for some Oscars, but like Best Picture didn't get nominated for. What did it get nominated like, for? Oh crap! Um, yeah, I'm 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 not sure. I think it got nominated for uh, cinematography. That's that's one of the ones that it got nominated for, well, that, which I see. That's I think it was yeah, very well shot movie. So I yeah, I totally see um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that that's so funny that you didn't like because I I not read any reviews on it yeah i didn't really know all, all yeah. honestly i thought it was i thought i was gonna love it because i love spielberg movies dude he's i thought you were gonna favorite, like it too he's one of my favorite filmmakers maybe of all time i'm dude i'm mr schmaltz and i didn't really feel anything watching this movie <laughs> you know what i mean like i love like that his kind of like sincerity that his emotion that like emotional sincerity he brings to his movies I didn't feel that in this movie. It's shocking. Really? Shocking. It's, it's so funny. My, my, a very small blurb that I wrote about it, right? And it's so much different than yours. It goes, Spielberg's best movie to date, a true epic coming of age war drama unlike any movie I have ever seen. See? That's how, <laughs> that's how great opinions are. Like totally like, yeah, totally uh, like I a mean, total uh, different swing uh, of, uh, of, a, of an opinion you know it's just like totally different from what i yeah so i'm that out makes, of left field opinion you know it's it, so awesome <laughs> it makes me even more excited to talk about it now because yeah. i i thought you were gonna love it and i we thought just, so too i really oh, did i because i was i was hyped i was like ooh, young yeah. christian bale you know like and then like i i was texting you while watching it but like i was screaming when like like uh, John Malkovich shows up and and uh, yeah. Joe, Joe uh, uh, Pan Joey Pants Joe 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 uh, <laughs> Pants Pantalones Pantalones like you know from Sopranos and and Memento like he's so good and when he showed up I was like screaming dude I was like oh my god he's in also, this movie also Ben Stiller's first yeah that's movie. right a young like a twenty two year old Ben Stiller like it's amazing really young yeah, yeah really young Ben Stiller super young now back to the awards though it did win a few awards More oh yeah like what uh, won awards from the National Board of Review Motion Picture for Best Film, Best Director. Uh, Christian Bell received a special citation for Best Performance by a Juvenile Actor. Uh, the first ever National Board awarded bestowed on a child actor. Whoa. It was, it was nominated for um, art direction, editing, original music score, costume design, things like that from mm -hmm. the 60s Academy Makes sense, Award. yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, did a few things, but obviously, like you said, not a big winner and not big at the box office. Right. Because, like, at, at that point, like, Spielberg was, like, starting to, like, you know, hit it out of the park, you know, with all of his movies. So, like, when this one came out, that w was not only different, but, like, some people didn't think was as good as his other movies. Like, yeah, it was a weird, like, you know, like lull period where it was like oh this one you know it's like people yeah, don't talk about yeah. it as much that's tough to argue that i mean look at spielberg's movies right then you throw this one in there so yeah i mean this probably wasn't the best i guess and obviously not at box office and obviously not one of the favorites because nobody's really heard about it about it i think it does have a little bit of a cult following <laughs> yes for sure <laughs> it does it does, this it does. <laughs> so you know so i'm funny. looking at the, the the cult leaders right now yeah, <laughs> yeah right? I'm just, I kid. Well, I guess, I guess I, I, looking up uh, his Spielberg's filmography, right? Like, the movie that he did before this was The Color Purple, and that movie got like 
raved about, right? Dude, that's what I mean. Like, he, you yeah, know, he was a, a critical love. darling, uh, uh, an awards darling at that point, you know? Yeah. But see, I, I think this is so... Like, you know how we were talking about the, like, Tarantino style? Like, when you see a Tarantino movie, like, yeah. you know it is. Spielberg's that way. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's like, oh, dude, this is so him. Like, so that many people, so many people, you know, are like, oh, Spielberg. Like, it's just like, you know, kitty crap. Like, it's just like, you know, oh, it's like so schmaltzy and lighthearted. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, like, we need that sometimes like we need those movies like done right like 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 honestly and truthfully like those movies are like to me like some of you know some of the best because like you know it, it's just so good at like making you feel you know like you know it's such a you know because people are like oh you know uh, I don't, you know it's uh you know it's silly but like no it's not it's you know it's like like making you know feeling and caring about the characters like that's what for me, like cinema is all about. But you did not feel that for this movie. But I did not feel that way for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think on some insight on why Spielberg did this movie, when he was a kid, his favorite movie was um, uh, The Bridge on the River, River Kauai, which w took place in a Japanese war camp. So he always had, he always wanted to do something with that. And also um, he had a fascination with World War II aircraft. His dad was an, uh, a radio operator uh, for North American B-25 Mitchell bombers in the Chinese Burma feeder. So I think when he read the book and, you know, he just saw that he wanted to do something like that because of his dad and, and his favorite movie as a kid growing up. And I think he knew quite well that maybe it wouldn't be, it's gonna be a little different, you know, from what maybe his fans and what we expected. Yeah, but um, I can see it's like a like a personal movie for him because of yeah, that sort of a yeah, passion yeah, project. Yeah. yeah, which is so cool. Yeah, I I can see that too. At least from my point of view, like, there's a lot of heart in this movie. You know, don't look uh, at me like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> no, you look directly at me. I know. I was that. like, there's a lot no, of heart, and, and that's in in this movie. Because <laughs> there's a lot of heart in this movie. Uh, so, all right, Nick, did you? Uh, so, uh, Hunter, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm turning the tables to you now. Uh, what's your favorite part of Empire of the Sun? Oh, uh, so mine, mine's when he, uh, he touches the plane, right? And it's this, like, beautiful shot of, like, sparks in the background. Right, yeah. He touches the plane almost like, wow, like, I'm actually, like, up close and personal with the thing that I love most. And uh, and then they uh, he salutes the uh, Japanese pilots and they salute back. Mm. Uh, that's my favorite part. What's yeah, your favorite part? Yeah. Well, I got a couple of them. Of course I do the, you know, when he's on top of the pagoda and the, and the Americans are bombing and it's the P-51 Mustang Cadillac of the skies. <laughs> so excited about that. And then, um, of course, when the kamikaze pilots are ready to take off and he does the Welsh song, Suo Gone, I, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but um, that's probably my favorite part, not to be corny and kind of weird. That could be my favorite part in any movie I've ever seen in my life. I love <laughs> that part when, they, when he sings that song. I don't know what it is, but it's a cool part. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and I think you guys probably know that. I've kind of sang that song uh -huh. for 30 years. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I, I, I never knew what it was from until yeah, uh, this. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> All right, Nick. <laughs> as I, Did you have a favorite part, Nick? As, <laughs> or is that when you turned it off? <laughs> as as I'm as I'm tearing up with my dad. <laughs> oh please, get it. <laughs> uh, yes, indeed, I did have a favorite part. Um, um, I'm not heartless, okay. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So my favorite part is uh, Spielberg's uh, camera work in the in the movie. So. Uh, the movie's first half, I think, is masterfully shot. Uh, when uh, Jim uh, is uh, kind of living his life as a wealthy and privileged, you know, uh, little boy in uh, Shanghai, um, right? That's where it's. That's where it is in Shanghai. Um, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, him, uh, him looking through the wreckage of the war plane. I, that's basically the scene you were talking about before. Was that where he's singing the song? Um, when he was looking through the war plane, yeah, and like the the uh, the paper airplane he has is like soaring around him. Oh yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. song was playing during that time too, I believe, right? Oh Maybe. yeah, the the yeah instru- or the orchestra orchestral part orchestration. Yeah, but, <laughs> but anyway, so like him just like climbing inside and like pressing mm-hmm. the buttons and like the POV of his toy plane like coming down like right at him. Oh yes, yeah. so that's when he was at the party and he went over into the um right. and his plane that's... flew. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, that's like in, that's like in the first like 30 or so minutes in the 30 movie. minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Yeah, uh and then uh and then like probably my favorite uh scene uh is probably when they're in the car and they have to drive through uh, this like rundown, you know, uh, part of, of of town or a p- part of the city, where uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, the people are struggling and getting beat up all around them, and they mm-hmm. they're doing nothing. They're just watching, you know, yeah. and, and like the dead chickens uh, hitting the car window with its like bloody impact, started uh, you know uh, staining the window, mm-hmm. uh, and, and so so some really striking visuals. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I really striking visuals. Yeah, uh, so funny that that's your favorite part, right? When he's in the plane and he has the paper airplane. Uh, yeah, that that was like a, a pretty a pretty sweet scene. Yeah, that yeah, reminded yeah. me so much of uh, in Star Wars: The Force Awakens when Ray puts on. You knew, her... How how would I know? You're you, we were going to talk about Star Wars in this episode. Yeah, no, I knew because, it. I knew it because it's it's very <laughs> you know planes. You know it reminds me of Tie Fighters. It's all connected. It's all connected. You know, but yeah. So you I know this I, movie I... reminds me of Star Wars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, go on, go on. No, that's how I can see that that's your favorite part because it, it is so. I I, I want to know J.J. Abrams inspired like inspiration for that scene. I feel like it's this movie. Right, I see what you mean. Yeah, you were explaining before, like Ray, like uh, putting on the helmet and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like pretending yeah. she's a pilot. Uh huh. I swear yeah. to God, it's it, inspiration uh, yeah. with this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, Hunter. No. <laughs> sure. Yeah, run with that. Sure it is. <laughs> um oh, one of my favorite lines too. Oh yeah. Uh, when uh I forget the character that tells him that tells Jim this, but he's all like, uh, you're you're an American now. And he's all like, 
Hey, how you doing, friend? <laughs> oh, like he puts on an accent. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it made me, I don't think I laughed, or maybe I did laugh the first time I watched it, but this time I like audibly like let out a belly laugh. <laughs> I think it's so funny. Yeah, when he's putting on that Brooklyn accent or whatever, yeah. yeah hey, how you doing, friend? <laughs> hey. Uh, so yeah, that's my favorite part. That's my favorite. Uh, uh, Hunter, uh, what is your least favorite part of Empire of the Sun oh so I, I don't think I really have like a least favorite part of the movie but I think my least favorite part like if I had to pick one is when uh Jim's friend dies after he gives him the mango and the uh Americans shoot him mm -hmm. yeah yeah I think that's my just because I, I didn't want to see that and I didn't that's just such a terrible thing to happen yeah, Americans suck yeah no. <laughs> He was giving me a mango. And then John Malkovich goes and he's all like, I'll give you a whole goddamn fruit salad, okay? Did I tell you about anything? <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is such a great Malkovich impression. I've what been I've been I've been uh, I've been trying. <laughs> it's ever since that movie. What did we think? I watched it. Yeah. In the movie? I yeah, thought he was I thought he was amazing. I didn't know that he already won an Oscar before this. I thought that this was oh, for what? Uh, what did he? What did he win for? Let me look it up. Yeah, I thought he did really well in this movie. I, I really liked his character. Yeah, no, he was good. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. He's always good. He's he's a very underrated guy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. watched uh, Being John Malkovich uh, like a week or so ago. Oh, so good, exactly. dude. So yeah, good. that movie's so weird. Also, uh, he didn't win. He got nominated for one. I'm sorry. For, wow. So he got uh, robbed. Yeah, he got robbed. He, he's never <laughs> won on, one. John. That surprised me. Um, but yeah, he got nominated for one before this movie uh, in 85 for uh, Places of the Heart. Um, Has he ever won? No. I don't think he's won, right? Yeah. Nope. Which is crazy to me. Don't worry, John. You'll get yours one day. <laughs> he didn't get nominated for, for this movie. And that surprises me. Because I think like... Did anyone get nominated for an Oscar, like acting-wise? No. No. Which is, come on, no. That's that's <laughs> Nick's going no, really, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I believe it. <laughs> you can't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but but like there, but like the acting is not what I dislike about the movie. Like right. you know what I mean? Like like even like young Christian Bale is like killing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you given it, he's he's given it his all. You don't yeah, see a lot yeah. of thirteen-year-olds le absolutely leading a movie. No, you know, like he, he has some help from Malkovich, but like the movie's his. Yeah, he's kind of his partner in crime, but yeah, it's basically his movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think he kills it in the movie. He got a spoiled, rotten little kid that turns into a man. Yeah, you know, basically um, through to a Batman, through. some would say. To yeah. a Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Batman. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, that's later. That's later. <laughs> Speaking of Batman. No, it's so funny when, you know, let's later. Uh, later, later. But um, watching later. this, the Watch second. Later. <laughs> later, Hunter. Later. Uh, later. Watching this the second time, uh, Malkovich's character is so interesting because, like, he's kind of cold. To him like he gives him the cold shoulder a lot but like oh yeah oh, big time oh, he's, big time like he's teaching him how to he's teaching him he's using them yeah um 
Yeah, he's cold to everybody. He doesn't want to get attached to anybody. Yeah. He doesn't want that war to touch him, I think, yeah. is what it is. And he just survival. Yeah, he's yeah. a survivor, all right. Yeah. That's a yeah, that's yeah. good good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they, you know, by trading and selling and like I said, they had they had their own store once they got to the camp. So. Right. Yeah. Think about nothing but himself. Yeah. yeah. He he almost becomes a mobster, yeah, because he has his own like special little room. In the, Absolutely, I'm off. In the That's camp, yeah. like yeah. He, like he has the good window, you know. Yeah, I. It's so funny. I didn't. I didn't think of it that way, but that's totally right. Yeah. But yeah. how I how I thought of it was like, oh, he's giving him the cold shoulder to show him how to like be his own man and how he has to rely on himself. Yeah, I mean, he bit, took him under his know? wing. He saved his life. Yeah, you know. But um, at the same time, not an ideal father he's figure. Care about him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so. so Nick, what was your least favorite part? Oh, I I never thought you would ask. Um <laughs> pull, pulls down a list. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> a scroll. Yeah. Yeah. A scroll, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Uh <laughs> the tone for me. Uh the tone. A Spielberg directing this, like his other movies, with uh, the, the subject matter this movie has and the insistence on portraying war and living in internment camps as this like almost lighthearted way. And it made me kind of uncomfortable. Like it, uh, it, it kind of rings false to me that like it's, it's lighthearted and it's, and it's giving us like this you know like through the it's this whole movie is through the kid's perspective right right um and and a lot of the time it just doesn't quite fit for me because it, it makes the film it, it makes what the film is trying to say all the more confusing it's trying to be serious and dramatic but it it, it, it it's also trying to be sort of like a kid's movie it's kind of sort of trying to be uh, kid friendly and uh, and I just don't I, I I didn't buy it I why he's you know making uh, internment camps look like fun I, I don't know why <laughs> um, it, but and they're like intense scenes right we're like you know oh, Jim Jim could die like he, what is he trying to do he's trying to find something in the grass or whatever and like almost, yeah. and the soldier's about to kill him but then right. it, it's the but this like moment is almost undermined by like broad comedy and schmaltz which I which usually works for me in, in most other Spielberg movies but like for for something like this it it, it feels hollow almost uh, and I'd, and uh, for for me, you were saying before, like you know, he 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 turns into a man, you know, like that's his his arc. I I didn't feel that change in him. Mm -hmm. uh, it, if his arc felt non-existent, uh, he, he he's very he's performed well. We were saying that, like he's a, you know, even as a kid, he was fantastic. Um, right, right. Um, but you know, you you and you feel emotion and intensity in the scenes where he's bringing it you know what i mean like it's not devoid of any for me any kind of any emotional resonancy it's just you know not a lot but th you know when he separated from his mom for example like i felt that you know and uh, yeah. uh in interactions with the japanese kid like those were good sweet moments you know yeah, yeah. um uh but it, but Sorry, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, but for me, his Dang it, Nick. <laughs> but 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 uh, for, guys, but other than that, 
<laughs> guys i'm sorry but he's so annoyingly written to me he's uh he's yeah. you know he's uh he's so ignorant and oblivious where like he gets in the way all the time like he's just like a soldier's just trying to do his job and he's just like hey i see that do you see that too and he's like pushing him like get get the hell out of here <laughs> you know like i don't know to me he was just so annoying uh hell but i think and, it's, and it's just so frustrating it's so frustrating to see how spoiled he is and it doesn't feel like he changes yeah yeah no, I, I i hear you i think a lot of it was he just wanted to um what i got from it anyway he just wanted to take care of everybody so they wanted I don't know. He just wanted to take care of everybody, try to relieve everybody else's responsibility and pressure. At the same time, it's a little 13, 11, 12, 13 year old kid running around <laughs> getting in the way of everybody. I mean, I'm sure they wanted to slap the crap out of him. Yeah. <laughs> kid. But, uh, you know what I mean? He was just trying to take care of everybody and just, um, you know, keep everybody else from maybe getting sick or just trying to help everybody. Right. He means well. Of course, this at that age, a kid's going to be nuts though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, how, uh, when his friend dies and he's like trying to bring him back and he's like, I can bring everyone back. I can bring everyone back. And like it switches and he's like seeing himself trying to revive who yeah. he used to be. Yeah. I, don't, I, I, is he trying to revise, he's trying to revive his kid self? Like, yeah. Who, I don't, that, I don't understand that. 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 He's uh. trying to bring back his past life. You know, and I, I think that this movie does a lot with symbolism like that. Like with that and when uh, the first time he goes back to his house um, and he sees like footprints or whatever. Right, and then yeah. And he up the window and it washes them away. I felt like that was like. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Washing that was cool. away footprints of a past, of your past life, you know, right, in a way. Right. Um, so I think that, I don't know. That's, I think, where. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> but there's something there. <laughs> it's there for you. Look, I really wanted to like him, but for me, his character was written unlikable to me, so I, it was very hard to connect with his character. Mm, yeah. uh, when that servant lady slapped him, I felt that because I wanted to slap him too. <laughs> we were just talking about that yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I she, want, so and, and when the soldier says he's a difficult boy, I wanted to say that to him too. <laughs> oh, you're a yeah. difficult boy. Yeah, pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, Such he a pain in the ass. that. Yeah. But like, what for for you guys? What uh, because you you think it, it's a it's a it's a natural character arc. So what was the moment for you guys? Like like he becomes a man. I think when he's in the camp, you know, probably like halfway through that. Um, probably, well, halfway through or towards the end of it, I guess. When he's kind of on his own, when um, when Makovich character's not around and he's kind of doing it on his own. Um, or the march to the stadium, you know, probably, yeah. you know, in that time frame, I guess. Yeah, I... I felt that when, when they're at the stadium and uh, the woman dies yeah, and he just says like, lay down. Yeah. I think that yeah. that either that or when he's trying to revive like his past self and then like doesn't and then Malkovich pulls him back. I think those are the moments where he becomes 
like a man. So like in the last five minutes of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, something to that. Because he's, or, like you said, I actually get where he's the irritating kid, no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. I think it's a progression, you know? Yeah. And then there, there are towards moments. the end, I think he does become, you know, he grew mm-hmm. up way too fast, obviously, like all kids would if they were in that. So... Yeah, and I I think where it starts though is when the Americans come in and bomb, and then uh, he is talking to the doctor or whatever, and the doctor's like, "Don't think so much" or whatever, and then he's like, "I I can't remember what uh what does he say? I wrote the quote. My down. parents look like. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember mom. what my what, parents what, look what like. She yeah. Looks yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sad. And so I think when it kind of starts. <laughs> <laughs> and that that part brings me to tears and if it doesn't bring you to tears nick we're gonna have a problem <laughs> guess i got no heart and soul <laughs> no are you kidding me when et when et says goodbye at the end of et if i lose it dude <laughs> <laughs> terrible i'm like damn et stay <laughs> yeah, et don't go don't go don't phone home no phone home. Just stay. No phone home. <laughs> uh, but I, I really want to know what you guys feel about this part in general. Because you guys were saying before how much you liked the scene where he's uh, singing uh, that song to the Japanese soldiers. Um, and to me, it felt a little uncomfortable because I it, it, is, is it kind of glorifying the Japanese in this situation who are the bad guys like killing innocent people and like he's saluting them and singing to them like is that not weird to you guys yeah a little bit but his character he he was fascinated with the Japanese he was fascinated with planes and pilots so it's true to his character though like in because it's based on a book right it is yeah and that and that and that and his and and him as a boy he loved planes and pilots um, but it is weird because the Japanese were brutal. I mean, much more brutal than that movie shows. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he, he, he was totally fascinated with them and he was fascinated with their bravery of the kamikazes huge into that. So right. yeah, he liked me and he went back and forth during the movie with that. Also, you know, he, he loved the Japanese or didn't love the Japanese, but was, there were heroes to him. And, uh, but then so were the American POWs after a while, too. And that's what is also a little confusing to me. He has the same yeah. kind of enthusiasm for the Americans, too. Like, does he just love planes? <laughs> he, <laughs> he did love planes. Oh, another plane! With the, <laughs> the enemy! With the Japanese, he was, he was, uh, he loved their bravery and was just, you know, that was amazing to him. With the POWs, he was just trying to fit in, trying to find family. Yeah, that's I, what I was getting from it, anyways. I, you know, trying to fit in, take care of them, but also fit in with them. I see but, what you mean, and I, I, I just think it, it, at least in in my opinion, maybe if it was more nuanced, maybe maybe it wouldn't be so odd to me those scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I read something somewhere. I forget where it was, but it said that like kids will find heroes like wherever they are. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I, I think he was just looking for some someone or something to look up to, right. in, in, in those, especially in those hard times when he is in the internment camp. You know, because you can't, like, Japanese were a lot of stuff, you know, in that time. But yeah. like, oh yeah, oh for sure, the the, <laughs> the 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 kamikazes, like, you can't knock their 
bravery, you know? Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. I mean, they're also incredibly suicidally. No, no, no. Yeah, like that's like what he saw is what I'm saying. Right, and I, I do like. I see how you explaining it could work, but I just wish the the movie for me explained it like that. Yeah, because like if if like I don't know, like I yeah, I just I just wish the the movie made that more clear to me. Good point. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, but also, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but also, <laughs> screw you. You're <laughs> wrong. But also, yeah, you're wrong. You're also wrong. wrong. You're also wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, that, that's the great thing I found talking movies with Mr. Nick Mana is that even when we don't agree, it's like, oh, crap, I see how you see that. And I see how you see it too. That's what, that's what that. makes it so cool. Yeah, <laughs> I see how you see that, but I don't. I don't see it. We love opinions here on NYC Actors Talk Film. <laughs> we love all the opinions. Yes, <laughs> even so, if some of them are wrong. <laughs> and he means himself when he says that. <laughs> uh, Nick, did you have any acting that stuck out to you? Yes, I certainly did. Um, so acting that stuck out to me and, and we were talking about this before. I think this is how we, we kind of, uh, fix the sort of problem we have with like trying to pick a favorite part, but also say, but also pick out acting that stuck out to that, to us. We we should just talk about like the actor or actress who like that stuck out to us, you know, not, not necessarily an acting scene. Maybe that can maybe be part of like the uh, favorite part maybe. Yeah. I think so. I think that this is a good movie uh, to do that with, too. Yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, yeah. yeah, my man John Malkovich. Uh, yeah. he, um, although I do have issues with how the character is portrayed in the movie, because we were talking before about, like, you know, oh, he's a fun, likable rogue, or or he's maybe a genuinely bad influence on Kim. Like, the movie, I feel, doesn't really know where they stand on that. Um, so, uh, regardless of all of that, uh, I think he's very interesting and engaging to watch. Uh, John gives him little, you know, quirks and mannerisms that are, uh, really engaging and, and, uh, conjure up very entertaining moments. Uh, Mm -hmm. his introduction scene in particular shows how like deplorable this guy is, you know, he's just like bringing Kim around and just like, Hey, look at it. You know, look how strong his teeth are and look how, you know, uh, strong he is. So he can, you know, sell him basically (laughs) to Mm -hmm. other other people. Um, yeah, I mean, he's not like that. That's, he's not glorified in any way. I don't think, you know what I mean? Well, I don't know if he's glorified, but I also don't think the movie for me clearly like makes any kind of stance on him either way about it yeah uh, i think it, it tries to have its cake and eat it too where it's like oh but you still kind of like him he's still sort of a good influence even though he isn't at all i, th- I think i i think with that he um it, i think it's up to you you know it's like uh yes you know how you know how in like breaking bad like you have walter white like does terrible things but like oh you rooting for him you know what i mean like the, what's well that but there's a lot of nuance to that portrayal like he he what he's doing is absolutely terrible self-serving but like 
because at least in the beginning of the show, like, you know, we, we you know, he's doing this uh, supposedly for his family. So there, that's the kind of sympathetic quality that, that I'm talking about, like with, that we don't really have with John Malkovich's character, for example, you know what I mean? Like where it kind of grounds someone who, you know, if you only look at a certain character one certain way, could, you know, you could just write them off as like, you know, terrible, but like from a second glance, like someone like Walter White, you know, I, I think he's so ambitious and so driven that that's what we like about him. Not necessarily like, oh, he's so good and nice. You know, it's, 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 yeah. uh, it's, it's different. It's different. Um, uh, but, but anyways, so uh, yeah, so in introduction scene is great. He's a survivor who doesn't care about anyone he hurts to, to live. That We were talking about that. Um, yeah. Don't laugh. It's true. Um, oh no 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 I know, <laughs> I know. I know. I'm joking. It is true. It is true. It's just funny because like it's funny because it's true. It's funny because it's true. It's true. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's so true. throughout he'll like manipulate Kim and other characters into getting what he wants. When he's like twirling the, is it his hat or twirling like his food bowl or something at the soldier? Like that's a nice little moment where like okay you can come into the car because he's like sort oh. of like doing a little thing to like hey pick me you know. Yeah. So that's a, that's a cool moment. And uh, that's funny, a moment. Uh, and he, yeah, he tries to take shoes from a dead woman. Charming guy. Uh, yeah, dude. You have to do what you gotta <laughs> do, baby. I do that on a daily basis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I do that on a daily basis. <laughs> Excuse me? What? Nothing? All right. So anyway, uh, <laughs> this, I, I didn't hear you anyway, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, has a spot in the American camp with the nice window, as we were talking about, kind of like a mobster, which was cool. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, he would uh, give someone his life magazine in a bet, which was a pretty funny moment. Uh, him getting interrogated by the Japanese soldiers fun because he's trying to act oblivious, but trying to play, you know, by, by playing chess, like, oh, I'm just playing chess. What are you doing? Um, and uh, when the, the, the uh, soldier is sniffing him, he sniffs back. So that's a funny moment to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that bet that you're talking about is so funny is whether Jim uh, dies or dies. not. <laughs> And which that, which makes me uh, uh it's a it's a weird scene but i i think that moment for him betting for him yeah but not in the most enthusiastic way um uh, no but in the most internment <laughs> way possible <laughs> yeah i'll give you my life magazine <laughs> if he dies what a charming but, guy he's, he's but that but that life magazine is so much to him right yeah but um so in other words uh, I um he was a very good uh excuse me addition to the movie. Yeah, plays it. He plays the uh the role really well, I think. Yeah, I wish uh, Joey Pants had more to do. Yeah, Joey Pantalonis. Yeah, he I was, know. He was uh, just kind of like, "Hey kid." And that's it. "Hey kid, I ah, you took my rice." Ah. <laughs> that's about uh, it. Thing that he's he's good in it, I think. Like and so, I think everybody is really on top of it in this movie like ben stiller on top of it dude you're you like dave frank you get the job done Getting ben the job stiller done. gets the job done and more <laughs> <laughs> have you seen nine of the museum do, oh do, one two and three uh yeah the first one <laughs> actually i haven't seen the third one so i don't know but i don't remember liking the second one are you serious? Robin Williams, dude. Come on. No, uh, well, I, I said the first Robin, one was great. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Robin, period, Williams. Yeah. Exclamation. Yeah, your facts point. checked. I said the first one's great. 
<laughs> mainly because of him. Yeah. He's so good as uh, fake Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> the fake Teddy Roosevelt. Like he even says that in the movie. Like I was just watching a clip today yeah. and he was like, I'm just wax. You know, like that. Like it's so like, oh, I feel that. I know. I, me too, Teddy. I'm wax. Yeah, wax Teddy. <laughs> Welcome back, Teddy. Hey. I had to step out for a moment. I had to step out just for a second. Back. Welcome back. Um, hey. uh, we're talking uh, about. So yeah, that's uh, that's you know uh, what I have to say about acting that stuck out to me. How about you guys? Acting that stuck out to you? Um, I'm not sure where you guys were at with that, but you know, Makovich to me was probably my favorite character in it. Yeah, that's what um, I was saying too. Yeah, he was really good. I just liked his whole character. You know, edgy funny um just everything about him and then of course um you know jimmy the star of the show man yeah christian bell i mean i didn't like i said i, didn't, I did not know it was christian bell back then i just i i liked the kid i thought it was i thought he was really good he, that's the one i just liked his story i liked the way he did everything he was a brat you wanted to slap him um, i certainly did yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but any character that brings out that emotion is a good thing so that's good acting right there right so yeah <laughs> especially yeah. yeah but i you know going back there's a lot of people i, I like the doctor in it i thought he was good in it oh yeah yeah he, yeah. he um yeah he's up there with malkovich i think yeah i mean like he, as i wish like, he was in it more because like yes, uh, I, that uh you know he he was almost sort of like that father figure that like was good to him almost yeah, right you know right. but but we didn't i feel like we didn't get enough but yeah he was good i agree with that yeah i thought he should have been in, in uh in it more also yeah he was good yeah he was uh, in like what two three scenes yeah quick yeah, little i mean scenes i guess and a couple like, and he's got that big one but still well on top of the pagoda yeah, yeah. yeah. um <laughs> yeah i think the acting that stuck out to me i think was christian bale in every in every single scene every also single have scene. you noticed like his his face kind of looks like forty year old Christian Bale. Yeah, right. Just yeah, put, sure just does. put like slicked back hair and put a suit on him, and he's an American psycho. Yeah, man, <laughs> he was mature for his age. Yeah, he hasn't. Heck he changed, yeah, he was. Right? He got taller, I guess. And, yeah, and uh, I think uh, specifically the scene uh, with the doctor when he says, "I can't remember what my parents look like." I think that scene is absolutely crazy mm -hmm. to me. Is the emotion the emotion is real man mm. um but yeah <laughs> cool great so uh uh any other uh thoughts feelings about the movie we want to talk about um oh yeah i i just wrote these i forgot that i yeah yeah you wrote notes right i was uh, reading my notes so go ahead yeah uh i wrote that uh John Malkovich changes the way that I view acting by his simplicity and his absolute confidence and truthfulness to the role. And Christian Bale changes the way I view acting in the way that he acts purely off of instinct in a way that almost only a child actor can, you know? Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Uh, but those are, I think, uh, dad, last thoughts, concerns. Um, did you guys bring up the, you know, the, uh, the atomic bomb? Did you guys no. catch that? No. no you, didn't. Didn't. you caught that though, scene right at the stadium. Yeah. Striking visual. Striking yeah. visual. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a couple of historians that wrote a few things about that. Uh, I guess I'll just end it with that as far as with what I thought. Uh, the human race prospect of survival were considerably better 
when we were defenseless against Tigers than they are today when we have become defenseless against ourselves. So Jim's brief vision of that, um, he saw how it changes the war and the world. Ooh. Yeah. Very well said, too. You guys know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, give us another hour. We'll really dig deep. <laughs> yeah, but just wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine this is our longest episode yet. It's like four hours long. I know, right? We've been talking. <laughs> like well, it's you guys, I'm all, just like, since yeah. all three of us love the movie so much, we might as well do Empire of the Sun Part 2 next week. Yeah. You know? Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Spielberg, uh, Spielberg marathon, but it's just Empire of the Sun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just watch it over and over again. Just yeah, watch right. it. You can find new things. We have any? I, you could find so many new things. Uh, Nick, what's your rating in this movie? Uh, four out of ten. Oh. I know. I'm sorry, but that's just how I feel. I was really hoping for a six, a, a, dis- a disappointing uh, Spielberg outing, which is very shocking to me because I usually love a lot of his movies. Sure, right, right. Uh, Chris LaSalle, rating out of 10. Oh, you guys know how I feel about this movie. 10! <laughs> out of 10! Oh, 10! You said one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, one? I heard a one in there. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that movie. So I, yeah, I'd give this movie a 10, just always, you know. Nice. Yeah, I'd 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 have to second that. I'll give it a ten as well. Uh, Christian Bale puts on, I think, honestly, I think it's his best performance. Wow, bold. It's not hindered by anything, you know. It's not. (laughs) What by by a Batman voice? (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not like I don't know. Everything is working in his favor, you know. And when it's not, he's still doing a great job. So I think it's his best. Okay, okay. I don't know what my favorite Christian Bale performance is, actually. So, gotta be I've yet to see the, pres- right? I've yet the, to see the Prestige. The I heard that's a good one. Oh, The Prestige? Yeah. Have you mm. seen the, the Fighter? No. Oh, man. Yeah, he's, he's good in that. Check that one out. Yeah, it's with uh, him and Mark Wahlberg. He lost, like... I want to say 60 pounds. Yeah, 60 pounds or something like that. You do the role. And he's yeah. like a crack addict in it or something like that. Yeah. Well, then he, that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like super, <laughs> yeah, right? super skinny. And Mark Wahlberg in it is just like jacked. So like just the... Oh, he's always jacked. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah seeing them yeah. together in it is like, oh, geez, that's crazy. What a combo. <laughs> what a combo. Right. Really, yeah, it's a great movie. Cool, 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 cool. Great. So uh, what's your rating, Hunter? Oh, 10. Ten. Hell yeah. Two tens and a four, baby. <laughs> two tens and a two four, tens baby. Actories, you're going to have to decide this one for yourself. <laughs> Most polarizing uh, film debate of all time. <laughs> yeah, on it to, to date right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, ten. probably. Two ten. Yeah, you guys are, I'm, I'm cornered right now. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? <laughs> I don't know what you're hey. talking about. Hey, how you doing, friend? Hey, kid. <laughs> leaves movie bye kid bye kid <laughs> uh so yeah great uh so that is our discussion on empire of the sun uh hunter speaking of batman have batman. you seen oh wait wait do that again batman <laughs> <laughs> he says his name batman batman <laughs> Uh, sir, uh, what's your name? Batman. 
Christian Bell. Bruce Wayne. Uh, Batman. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm Batman. Yeah. Uh, so there's a new teaser trailer out for the brand spanking new Robert Pattinson uh, Batman movie. Have you watched yeah. it? We we literally just turned it on yes. before first time viewing it for both of us. We turned it on. Uh, so uh, yeah, what you what you think? I'm I am feeling a lot of things right now. I'm excited. I am because it looks like the dark knight like kind of like that grittiness to it uh-huh and robert pattinson they're, ma- they're making him look super young yeah he's a young batman he's like yeah. uh i think i think the director said like he's uh in his second year as batman oh mm, that'll be yeah that'll be interesting i i wanted it looks also like super gothic yeah you know which i'm Equal parts excited for and like, eee. Ooh, why, why, why are you uh, concerned about that? Just because a lot of those movies that are like themed like that, I don't go very well. I can't, I can't think of any right now, but well, just the, like. The, the Hunter, don't Batman worry. Gothic? Kind of? Dark? I guess oh, sorry, you're right. what? Like, all, aren't all Batman movies kind of gothic and dark? Yeah, for the, not the Adam West movie, but, but every, most right. of the other ones, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. what that's kind of it comes with Batman, you know, the dark and dark tone and and uh, gothic nature of it almost. Yeah, yeah, not a big Batman guy, but the trailer piqued my interest. Might be. Uh... Well, don't worry, Hunter. When we watch the Batman animated series, I'll make you a Batman fan yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, know, day. Yeah. <laughs> one day. Yeah, one day. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean. I I don't know. I I think he's he's the guy though. Robert Pattinson is. He's, he's the man. The yeah, he's the guy to do it. If anybody. Good time, it. Lighthouse, like so many movies he's he's been Twilight, in. Twilight, Breaking Dawn, Part Two. All right. Uh, no, uh, I, I do. Guess, I, I guess this I, is the I, end of the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like Robert Pattinson. I do like, and I don't think he's. Yeah. Have you seen him in a, a Good Time? I haven't yet. No. Oh, uh, have you seen him in Lighthouse? Yes. He's so good in that. He's so, yeah, I I think he's extremely talented. And he's uh and he's in Tenet, also Christopher Nolan's new movie. Oh, is he really? Yeah, yeah. That'll be good. In theaters now, but also maybe don't go to, <laughs> uh, because uh we're in a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, at least be careful. <laughs> um, uh, what did you think about it? Uh oh, dude, I I think it looks fucking fantastic like it looks like such a special uh batman film already and and they've only filmed i they they said they've only filmed like 20 25 percent of the movie like if that's 25 percent or like you know glimpses of 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 the 25 percent uh of the footage like oh my god i can't wait (laughs) yeah it's crazy i've never seen a trailer that says still in production yeah well they're gonna go back into production i i believe next month yeah, uh, because yeah. because uh, because England is pretty good right now. Yeah, the the right, actor right. that plays uh, Officer COVID Borg. free, COVID free, free of COVID. Free, I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yes, <laughs> yes. I almost bumped into the mic. Um, getting out of your bath of hand sanitizer. I was so in, I'm so free. Oh, <laughs> 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 I'm free. Um, 
<laughs> I see the COVID fluttering away. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, I, I think that it looks fantastic. I think it, it does have that dark tone like the other ones, but I think at this time you mentioned Gothic and I don't really see the Christopher Nolans as like Gothic. I see no. it as like Chicago, you know, I see it as like a, a regular city, but like this, this Gotham city, like so far is like, so it already feels like so full of life. And mm -hmm. so like out of this world, kind of thing where it's you know because gotham city's not real uh so what? you know it, it's a huh, huh? <laughs> uh but, but it, in it right now <laughs> but it look it, it already looks larger than life while also while also staying grounded and i think actually focusing on the origins of these characters uh in a way that i don't think we've really seen before so i'm, I'm very excited about this movie yeah i th I, th I think it's gonna be good i do i, th I have high hopes for it yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited, and uh, 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 Paul Dano is going to be in it. Oh, who's he? Who's he playing? He, his voice is in the trailer. Can you guess? See the Riddler. Yeah, man, he's the Riddler, oh, baby. <laughs> That's going to be crazy. Riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be. I was trying to think of a Paul Dano uh, impression, but he's just kind of a regular guy. Yeah, it's at least like his a... voice. I mean, he's a fantastic actor, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One, probably one of the most underrated actors of our time right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see that film, Love and Mercy? No. 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 I so. It's uh, about the the Beach Boys and um, Brian Wilson. Ooh. Okay. My 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 folks have watched it, but I haven't watched it. Yeah. Outstanding movie. John Cusack plays Brian Wilson and like older Brian Wilson, who's like going through like. I forget what this, what mental like thing he has. There's a lot going on, Brian. Wilson. Yeah. Oh, uh, schizophrenic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's going. Um. So John Cusack plays that, and then Brian Wilson plays uh, younger. Or uh, Paul Dano plays younger Brian Wilson. Um, in the making of the Beach Boys' Pet Sounds, which is one of the greatest albums of all time, considered to be. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Great movie. So yeah, um, a, a lot of great actors are in this movie, uh, the Batman. Uh, not only the ones we mentioned, but uh, Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Yeah, who was played by Danny DeVito in the other ones, which is weird. Yes, that's right. Uh, did, have you, did you recognize him? Because everyone on Twitter right now is like, that was Colin Farrell in the trailer. I, I didn't see him. No, I didn't see him. Yeah. yeah, did you see a big fat guy that was like, oh, he's crazy. That was him. Oh. That's makeup. That's makeup. Wow. So they are making him fat. Yeah, he's a big boy. Actually, I think he put on weight too, but but they put on like a prosthetic face for him. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was just gonna play like I'm Colin Farrell and I'm the pan like a like a mob boss type. <laughs> yeah, wham wham wham. I'm the yeah, pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just his regular voice. <laughs> That's crazy that they're making him fat. Yeah, I man. I mean, I guess like it makes sense. Right? Yeah, it makes sense. And uh, Zoe Kravitz as the Catwoman. Or, which or we're all, just which we're all excited for. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Jeffrey Wright as uh, Commissioner Gordon. Yes, he's the guy I was talking about. He's in Westworld. Yeah. yeah. He has such a presence in everything he does. So, like, yeah. Gordon's, like, the perfect role for that. Yeah. Super, I'm, that's who I'm – him and Robert Pattinson are who I'm most excited to see. Yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, there's a few others. Uh, Andy Serkis is going to be Alfred. Yeah, he's the. Uh, what's is he Alfred? No, he, yeah, he's Alfred. 
Oh, that surprises the crap out of me. Yeah, he's he's the Caesar voice. from the, uh, he's Caesar from right. the Planet yeah. of the Apes movies. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that'll be really exciting then to see him as Alfred. <laughs> yeah, I, now, I, now I want to fight between, uh, or a confrontation between Batman and, and Caesar. Caesar, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> I'm, 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 <laughs> Batman is home. <laughs> home. <laughs> Batman, bring us home. <laughs> home. home. Amazing. So yeah, super excited for the cast. I think it's the the probably the the most exciting cast in a Batman movie probably ever. Uh, the best yet, I would say. Yeah, yeah. They they're bringing out a bunch of stars. Yeah, it, they're, sure. yeah, they're bringing out the big boys and the big girls. Big boys, the big yeah. girls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, any other thoughts about the trailer? I don't think so right now. It was super. I think it was. I don't know. It was super short to me. And oh, like, you got. We got to talk about the moment that the the internet's like. What is the moment? About. There's dude, a when he, moment. Dude, when he wails on that guy. Oh, Batman! Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's the best part of that. No, trailer. dude, dude. He's like the guy's like. Uh, like who the hell are you? And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> "I'm vengeance." Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was crazy, man. That he didn't let up on him. No, see? and he kept like he kept going. Yeah, man, him. he kept going. He it which, looked like he was almost gonna kill that guy. Which yeah, hey, almost, almost. I don't yeah, think he's, he's gonna. Bat- I don't think he's gonna kill in this movie. He's not Batfleck. He doesn't kill. Yeah, Batfleck. Um, uh, you know, he'll just like shoot someone just cause. but yeah uh if the fighting in the trailer is like that in the whole movie and then some oh shoot dude yeah i think i I thought it was a great trailer because it just wants you want makes you want more yeah so absolutely absolutely yeah yeah Yeah, well shot too like the look of it looks great i think like there's some there's already some striking visuals oh yeah yeah and it doesn't give too much away like a lot of trailers do nowadays which i hate oh yeah me too. I hate. So, all right, rate the trailer, Nick. <laughs> I don't know if I can rate a trailer, but uh, rate the trailer. <laughs> rate it. Rate the trailer. Rate the trailer. I am vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm vengeance. <laughs> no, I'm Caesar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where am I, Homer? <laughs> Uh, I, if I would have to rate it, probably like a nine or something. Like so, so excited. That oh, uh, I'll go eight. I'll I think an eight. I think I'm gonna give this one a four. Ah, nice. <laughs> yeah, four. No, uh, I'll give, I'll give a good it, solid give, four. Good solid four. No, I'll give it an eight and a half. Cool, 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 make cool. A four. <laughs> of course because i wouldn't give it a four nick <laughs> because that would be ridiculous that'd be ridiculous nick <laughs> right masterpiece. right <laughs> great so uh i i think to cap off this episode let's do a little quick uh q a for to uh, for our uh special guests indeed indeed so uh I don't know, Hunter, if you have any questions or or I should just jump in. I think yeah, you jump in and then I'll 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 pipe in maybe. But yeah, you go for it. Sure. Uh so 
what was it like to work at Warner Brothers and what did you do? Oh, well, that was a long time ago, man. Back in the late 80s when I was trying to be uh, a movie star like you guys, I guess. <laughs> um, now we're uh, podcast stars. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we didn't know what that was back then. <laughs> a pod? Like a pod? <laughs> we had AM radio. Uh, we might have that. <laughs> um, yeah, moved to Hollywood. Uh, had a friend that worked at Warner Brothers. Um, got me on to work night security at Warner Brothers uh, at the lot. That way during the day I could go do, um, you know, I did some acting classes, um, commercial workshops, things like that. And then at night I would work on the lot, just the security. Um, so that's what I did. Did that for about, I don't know, eight to 10 months. Kind of just kind of hit it hard, see what I could do. Cool. Any, any interesting um, stories about like, you know, uh, being on, on the lot, you know, and well, the lot was fun, man. Yeah. I mean, at night they'd shoot at night sometimes. Um, but most of the time it was empty and, you know, security, I got to go and, you know, patrol wherever I needed to patrol. So I was able to go on some pretty cool stuff. You know, they were shooting lethal weapon back in the day. Ooh. Um, uh, arachophobia was being shot. There. Oh yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. That's a fun one. Yeah. Back to the future was huge. That was being shot there. So I got to go through all the sets and do all that and check it out, you know, acting as security, but you know, checking everything out. So um, yeah, yeah, you know, it was uh, pretty interesting. They had, um, there's always stories about those lots, you know, about being haunted and just weird yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so like they a had a prop um, building, which was just huge, big old uh, building back in the back lot. And you had to walk through it because of, um, you know, you just kind of check the doors, make sure they're locked. You actually had to walk through two-story warehouse of props uh, in the middle of the night. So it was kind of spooky anyways, but then there's stories about it. Um, but they wanted you to walk through it because of fire hazards, things like that. So you went and walked through it. But there's a, um, one night that was weird because, you know, there's stories about the place, right? Haunted sounds, stuff like that. So oh, I was well, the Animaniacs living in the water tower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I'm walking down annoying the in there. and it took, you know, probably about a half hour to do the full walk in this place. And I'm walking, um, you know, by yourself two or three o'clock in the morning, just spooky as hell. But <laughs> walking in the downstairs part of it before I go upstairs and I hear a vacuum cleaner, <laughs> a vacuum cleaner. Right. So I'm thinking to myself, this is all wood floors, but <laughs> Whatever, you know, you know, I mean, there's people cleaning around, right? So you never know, I guess. So I walk and I'm, you know, I keep hearing it, just weird, kind of going the back and forth vacuum cleaner, right? Fine, I'll go upstairs and find out who it is anyways, right? Well, when I go upstairs, I hear the vacuum cleaner downstairs. <laughs> so it's going downstairs. Nobody upstairs. Um, so you're just chasing yeah. this vacuum cleaner. Chasing this vacuum cleaner sound. And it was, that was, and it, and it was, it just was spooky anyways. Pretty weird because there was nobody in the building. Ooh. And the vacuum cleaner, when you went back downstairs, it went back upstairs. That point, I just left. It was like, I'm done here. I don't I'm know. Screw this. I'm out. You, know, you get chills on your body. It's like, ah, oh, what the hell? That's just freaky as hell. <laughs> and there was other stories in there about, you know, hearing people talk and all that kind of stuff, which I didn't hear, but other people heard. So things like that. So yeah, you know, uh, other than that, it was, uh, you know, pretty basic at night. It was, you know, 
it was a good job at night. You got to meet some people or try to meet some people. And then, uh, of course, free up during the day to, you know, try to get in the business. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, uh, can you tell us uh, some of the acting work you have done and how acting has changed your life? Well, not, I didn't do a lot of acting work. I got some calls, but I didn't make the calls. Um, the calls seemed to come later on um, when I left Warner Brothers and I just had other responsibilities, but I did get a few calls for commercials, but didn't make them. So not a whole lot of uh, acting experience other than, you know, I did some stuff like you guys did back in the day, back in high school and stuff. Gotcha. But, um, but that's about it. I gave it about, you know, I didn't give it a long time, only about that eight to 10 months where I kind of hit it hard. And, you know, I got a lot of experience doing classes and meeting people and uh, stuff like that, but nothing really ever broke through for me. So um, as far as changing my life, it didn't really, other than it gave me confidence and to go out and do stuff and persevere and do all that, you know, trying to make things happen. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so I, I'm not, you know, I wasn't the big actor you guys maybe needed on this podcast <laughs> right now, but you know, <laughs> no, you, no, it's been great, man. I, I'm, I'm, I love the the stories you're telling me right now about cool. about uh, everything with working there, and you know, uh, and and what was just the the whole scene like, uh, the uh, the whole acting scene, the whole like, you know, uh, uh, seeing actors. Uh, I'm assuming you saw maybe a couple of actors at the Warner Brothers lot, and you know, like, uh, how was that? Yeah, well, you know, it was '80s in Hollywood, man. It was a party. I mean, that was with the actors, but that was with all of us there. It was crazy. It was the auditions were basically parties. They were like, yeah, drink this. <laughs> You're hired. It was, hired. it was Hollywood. And I lived right, I lived right downtown Hollywood. So um, yeah, it was pretty crazy. I mean, it was, you know, the scene was pretty crazy. And also everybody wanted, everybody was there for the same thing. If you weren't Hollywood actor, everybody was trying to be the Hollywood actor. So right. we were all there trying to do the same thing. And I'm sure you guys kind of know what that's like. But um, yeah, yeah. so it was, but it was 80s. So it was crazy. It was, it was, it was a nutty time. I remember one time I was bringing a girl flowers at Warner Brothers, right? So I stopped and got her flowers. And um, during that time, Jim Carrey was really young and a big star at that time. He was starting to do the, uh, oh darn it, the one show, the comedy show. Uh, in living color yeah. in living color do you guys oh, remember that right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was thinking literally like oh the truman show <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no he's doing living color which was a show on tv like every monday sunday night or something like that comedy show funny as hell but he was big and he was getting big back then oh dude and a lot yeah, of people thought i was him that was, that was that was his decade like you're not jim carrey are you sure you're not jim carrey you look just like jim carrey <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, I should be a lookalike for him or something like yeah. that. So, just weird times, crazy times. Uh, a lot of partying, a lot of, you know, people working hard just to try to get a break into the business. Uh, Great. Yeah. Uh, what are some actors that you, you've looked up to? Uh, probably my favorite actor, you know, Mel Gibson, Kevin Costner. Um, Kevin Costner is probably not the greatest actor ever, but I love all his movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, huge fan of Mel Gibson. Um, those are probably my two favorite actors that I like. So great. And, and what's, uh, what are any of the qualities that they had that like stuck out to you? Like, Oh, like, you know, he was doing this and he was acting this way. I really want to, you know, 
I really appreciate that. And I want to try that, you know, something along the lines of yeah. that. Well, you got the Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapons, which was just, you know, I thought he was the coolest, greatest guy ever in those movies. So, um, you know, I always thought, well, hell, it'd be fun to be an actor, like, you know, to do that kind of movie and to, uh, you know, just kind of be that way. And then Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner, I don't know if he does act. I think that's just Kevin Costner. <laughs> I mean, I think that's just him in the movies. He just walked um, in on set. Yeah, I think he just walks in and he, and he just sees himself and that's the character that he portrays, I guess. Um, but uh, I don't know, you know, those guys have been in the business for what, 20, 30 years? So, I mean, who wouldn't want to be those guys, you know? Even if you're not, yeah, yeah, so. Is this heaven? No. Iowa. <laughs> it's the yeah. field of dreams, of course. <laughs> no, it's Iowa. Uh, any advice for uh, actors like me and Hunter? You know, uh, anything, uh, any advice you would uh, lay on us? Oh, man, just keep plugging away and, you know, be uh, persevere through all the ups and downs that you guys will go through. Right. And, um, and I have already gone through. <laughs> yeah, and as you guys know, there'll be a lot of disappointments, but you just need that one big break. Yeah. To, um, you know, hone your skills, keep on top of the craft, especially during COVID times, you know, because you can't get out there a lot. You can't, you know, get out there and see what you guys can do. So, right. That, which is tough to do right now, but you guys are doing it on this podcast. So that helps. Right. Um, you know, and then just, you know, I had a time frame for me that I was going to do. Um, and that was it. But you guys, I don't know, you know, you just keep plugging away and and just persevere through it all. And there's going to be disappointments, as you guys know. And then um, but that's part of the business, man. And you hear all the stories from these guys. They they're they they pound the pavement for a long time before they get the break. So just keep right. doing it. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, any uh, have anything, uh, Hunter? No, uh, I, th I think that was. <laughs> That's that was true. Great. You basically live with the man. So. Yeah, I mean, one. Well, yeah. <laughs> Isn't he lucky? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that was that was perfect. That was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah, good, good job. Just to listen. Yeah, just to listen. That was good. All right, man. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. I mean, well, hey, yeah. Thank you for for coming, and thank you for being our very first special guest. Thank you so much. Yeah. This yeah. Was... Thanks for having me, man. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been an honor yeah. to to listen to you. It's uh, and and meet you for the first time, I believe. Right? I've I've never. Were you a Polar yeah. Polar Express? No, no, yeah, no, no. I did not make it that back out there. Gotcha. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks so much. The audience is gonna be like polar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people what are like heck? polar. Like you went to the <laughs> North Pole, like the real North yeah. Pole. <laughs> the North Pole. We did. The North Pole. <laughs> the North Pole. Or is it bipolar? Yeah. Get out to bipolar. <laughs> I don't get it. Do they visit the North Pole? <laughs> <laughs> Who's our target audience here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Iceland is our target audience. <laughs> our target uh, demographic. <laughs> uh, right. yeah, well, this has been a great episode. Thank you so much, Hunter. Thank you, Nick. Thanks, Thank you. Nick. Thank you, Dad. This was Thank you, Dad. Beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Beautiful conversation. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, uh, oh, well, I have a few more things to say before we wrap oh. up here. 
you can email us questions, suggestions, or if you want to guest star at nycactorsfilmpod at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at NYC Actors Pod and Insta at NYC Actors Talk Film. You can find us right now anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please consider liking and following us on these platforms. Please listen, subscribe, and consider leaving us a review on iTunes. Look out for more updates and new episodes every week. And I've been Nick a, Matt. Oh, what? Oh, and also, we have a uh, website coming. Uh, oh, that's right. Website yeah. coming soon, real soon. Actually, probably by the time you're listening to this, it's live. Yeah, actually, definitely by the time. So look out. Be on the lookout for that. Uh, follow our small little blog that we're gonna do as well. Um, that's right. Yeah, maybe some emails, newsletters, be coming out. Give us a uh, call. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a so uh, join the cult, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a good way to end it. I've been Nick Manna. I'm Hunter LaSalle. I'm dad. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for watching, folks.